The ugly truth will always be free, so it's clear the Uggs aren't in it for the money. But if you're a fan, we'd appreciate any support you can give. Visit UglyTruth.com and check out the Support the Truth column on the right. You can donate, download our mobile app, or shop the Ugly Mall. All proceeds go right back into the show. As always, thank you, and now, on with the Ugly Truth. Are you ready for another mind-altering dose of the sisters who will say just about anything? Jamie. Men, even in death, refuse to be without their penis. And Paula. Why does she have both her hands in her butt? I don't understand. Welcome to another unfiltered episode of The Ugly Truth. It's The Ugly Truth with Jamie and Paula. It's Friday the 13th. Oh my gosh. I know. Ugh! Ugh! Episode 104. Hello, listeners. As Paula would say, hello, listeners. Hello, oh, and by the way, if you if you haven't listened to episode 103, when we're talking about why we, internally, why we go, why, hello, oh. you'll have to listen to that story. But producer Dub has been walking around all week long. I'm like, hey, how's it going? He's like, why, hello. And I oh, said, you know God. what? <laughs> you have to stop it. <laughs> It doesn't work. It doesn't work. And he, like, he'll call me. Hello. Hi, honey. Hey, how's it going? Why? Hello. Oh, jeez. Stop it. It's really funny how he Hopefully does that. it'll die off eventually. He wants to be in on the, the joke. I can appreciate know. that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, welcome, everybody. It is a beautiful, sunny California Friday morning, maybe an hour ago. Producer Deb and I, and actually Tyler, my son, we all had to go to the lab to get blood work done this morning. God. And what's what's worse, well, it isn't it isn't for me personally, but what's worse is you have to fast. So you really can't eat for like eight to twelve hours before you get your blood drawn. And so you everybody tries to get their blood drawn in the morning so that it's not inconvenient for anybody. In the past, we would have to do this blood work and for whatever reason we won't we we wouldn't get into like 11 o'clock in the morning and Daryl's like weak with hunger. Oh my God. Well, and he already doesn't like needles either. Exactly. That's like just creating a, a fainting episode. It really is creating an incident. R- literally, it's the recipe for an incident. And so uh, my son, Tyler, has not had a physical in a really long time and he's 22. So his doctor's like, you know, you really need to get some lab work. You haven't had lab work ever as an adult. So let's just do it and see where you are. So he, too, went with us because Mm -hmm. he'd been putting it off for two weeks. And I said, hey, we're going. You got to come with us. He he's like, fine. So uh, I said, "Okay." so we all know food after like seven o'clock. Don't you? So seven. What time did you guys get there? Well, we got there at nine. I'd be eating at like 8.59. I just, well, I, <laughs> there's something about that fasting, like that barrier of, you know, when you have to stop eating. The requirement. That suddenly you're just like, I could eat a whole turkey right now. I know. Well, that's, that's exactly what happened last night. It, I said, all right, now it's eight o'clock. So no more drinks with soda or sugar, no juice, no nothing. We got It's water and that's it. And of course, Daryl's like, but. I'm hungry now. (laughs) Like, well, why didn't you eat when you knew that we had time? Well, what was funny is that I had, and we'll talk about it later, but I had a parent meeting for cheerleading for high school last night. And so because of that, and it was at, of course, an incredibly inconvenient time. So I couldn't make dinner. (laughs) And I said, let's go ahead and just do takeout tonight and, you know, be done with it. Because I I just simply am not going to have time. I have no idea how long I'm going to be gone. So just deal with it. So he went and got takeout Mexican food. He got like Adalberto's, which is kind of right. like, it's way better. It's like restaurant quality, but you can go through the drive right, and get right. it. Okay. So he bought like giant nachos with carne asada and, and avocado and tomatoes and cheese and this huge meal with chicken tacos and rice and beans. He spent like $50 at the fast food place. <laughs> and so I get home and he's eaten half of both. Whoa. He's like, well, I saved you the taco. The taco. I saved you a taco and I ate only half. And a lime wedge. Here you go. Yeah. (laughs) I said, well, thank you. So I ate the taco and I said, what's with the nachos? He's like, well, I only ate half of them. I'm like, yes, you did. You're right. Thank you. So I had a couple chips and I said, all right, yum. And, you know, the rest had been, were inhaled. Right. So we go to bed and he's laying there. It's like 945 and he looks at me. He's like, I'm hungry. (laughs) 
I said, really? He goes, it's just because I can't eat anything. And I said, yeah, I, I get it. Have some ice chips. Yeah, no kidding. So we get there this morning. And now the, my issue is not the eating thing. I don't need to eat, you know. T- Daryl does. He's the one that needs three squares, snacks, <laughs> right. everything. He's like a fifth grader. He's like a toddler, right? Yeah, he's like, where's my snack? Where's my lunch? Breakfast, dinner, you know, at five o'clock. You know, where is it? Three squares and his little bag of veggies or whatever. So, but it's the morning because I need coffee. Oh, God. And I can't have any until we get the blood work done. So I'm waking up and I'm like, <sighs> yeah, really? So I said, I'm not even showering. I'm just going to lip and clip. We're going in, getting the poke, and getting home. So I go downstairs and I make the coffee so that when we get back, it's ready. God, so you're we just get toying with yourself. I know, but I had to. I had to have it ready because I didn't want to come home and have to wait the five minutes. It I would have made Victor hit Starbucks on the way home or something. It's just. I know. I thought, but about you that, guys don't like Starbucks. I don't like Starbucks. Everybody else can deal with it. I'm not a big fan of of the coffee thing. It's expensive and it's not even that good to me. It's a little bitter, but whatever. Yeah. So we get to the lab and it is there's one person waiting and the this is the same woman who's been doing our blood draw for like three years. She's really, really good and she's really, really fast. That's good. We only see her once a year, but I remember weird things. So sure. I recognized her, of course. So we do everything, turn all the lab work in, and she's like, okay, uh, someone someone can go ahead and go back. So the two boys I'm with are looking at me like, oh, you're not expecting one of us to go first, are you? So I'm like, I'll go. Right. So I get up, and I'm like, for the But they want to make sure your arm doesn't get chopped off first. Apparently, you know? they want to make sure that everything's kosher. So the brave for one will sakes. go first, because once you've had children... Anything oh, God. Is cakewalk. I mean, you can literally do anything. Blood work is like sucking a lollipop compared to some <laughs> of the things that, you know, you've had to go through with right? having kids. It's true. So I go in. She does the poke in and out. And I'm done. I go, okay, who's next? And Tyler's looking at me like, well, it isn't me. I bet it's <laughs> so, your scrawny ass in there right <laughs> so now. So Daryl's like, I'll go. And now, mind you, there are a couple of other people waiting now. And I turn to Daryl. Now, I have always gone in with him. Okay. I, he, he can't go by himself. Well, doesn't it's, he have to like kind of lay backwards or He like... gets a little, yeah, he's not a needle. And a lot of people are like that. They're, they hate needles, sure. the blood thing. It's terrible. So I'm, I'm sensitive to it to a degree, you know, until I'm not. And so <laughs> I, I, we pass each other. I look at him, I go, would you like me to go with you? <laughs> and I said it a little loud. He's like, no, I'm fine. I said, oh, well, oh, pardon geez, me. I, I didn't know. This time was different than the other 50 gazillion times <laughs> I guess that I've had to today. go with you. <laughs> right. So I'm like, all right. So I sit next to Tyler and I, and I turn to him discreetly and I said, Tyler, would you like me to walk in with you? It's really no problem because Tyler doesn't like needles. Right. And he's like, no. I said, all right, fine, whatever. Same. So... Daryl comes out a little pale, but he's fine. He's in there joking about not having to do a stool sample and whatever cr- jokes he's cracking in there trying to not faint. And then he comes out. He comes out and he's he's white, but he's, you know, he's he's fine. Now Tyler's adorable. He's really cute. Yes. And this woman is probably in her late 20s. Oh. So there's not a huge age difference. But, okay. I mean, she's an older woman, and but she's not married or anything. No children. Right. You can okay. tell. Okay. So he goes in. He sits down. And all, all, I, this is what I start hearing. Are you comfortable? Did that hurt too much? Are you okay? Don't you remember those like, days? God. To be enchanted by another... I, stranger i was just thinking about this the other day i'm like i remember being in my 20s i remember being <laughs> young and wrinkle free and cute with no pooch and right and and no getting you know checked out and not having to be on medication that put a rash on my face <laughs> you know? i just was like i'm sitting there going even getting his blood drawn the the young man can't be left alone i mean oh females just right. can't help themselves it cracked me up, and i'm just sitting there and he comes well, up he's always been that kind of calvin klein modelish type he's very wavy yes yeah. and so i said did a gar he goes well it really hurts and i said well it sounds like she was comforting you right i think you were just fine he's like short yeah, of her nursing you i think everything went all right <laughs> did she cradle you while you're right <laughs> she told him she's like now don't lift anything heavy for at least 30 minutes because you don't want to bruise oh 
God. <laughs> yes, because a bruise would be horrid. <laughs> I'm like, oh, to be young and hot again. <laughs> just so nice. Given up. But I mean, I had a, the fleeting moment where I vaguely remembered it. God. So then, of course, you know, because he's 22, he can eat two McGriddles. Oh, so you guys had to do breakfast then at McDonald's. Oh, are you kidding? He's like, Mom, I'm like really starving. And I said, yes, because you haven't eaten in 12 hours or eight hours. God forbid. <laughs> I know. Wouldn't want you to wither away from hunger. Someone call Sally Struthers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she probably has your McGriddle. Jeez. I don't know about you, but I am tired. I'm like loopy tired because Always of this freaking tired. time I change. I don't, it's like I stay up late and I don't even mean to. And then mm-hmm. I'm like exhausted in the morning. So the time change was Sunday, and I have I've never been a morning person, even as a young child. Morning is just not my thing. I'm much more active after like two o'clock. Yeah, and I'm, I'm a midday kind of person. That's yeah, usually I really, people are like, "Are you a morning or a night person?" I'm like, "I'm like a midday, like you know, early afternoon kind of person." <laughs> yeah, I just can't. You know, I'm just not a big fan of mornings. When I would go to work, you know, work starts at eight thirty. I would literally be flying in at 8.26. Nope. My job would start at 8 and I'd be flying in at 8.26. <laughs> I just can't do it. I, I'm just not capable of getting there 15 minutes early, getting my coffee, wandering around. Good morning, everybody. Oh, my God. Never. I, so when this time change hit Sunday, I'm like, okay, I have to leave the house at 7 o'clock to take Malia to school. That's going to feel like 6. So it was brutal. <laughs> brutal so yeah i just it's been pure hell and i've been grumpy and exhausted and i look awful and i just i hate the springtime change i don't know why we do it it's barbaric to me and i just wish it would go away you know there's some states that don't do the time yeah arizona doesn't do it i have yeah i was gonna say arizona is one of the states maybe that maybe they're the only one i don't know yeah i don't know you know maybe hawaii doesn't do the time change either Hawaii doesn't do anything. They're pretty they're like, hey, hey, cousin, what's going on? <laughs> they're pretty casual. <laughs> Kenzie plays water polo in at college, and she plays with three girls that went to high school in Hawaii, and they came here to play water polo. Oh, now there are some things that we say that just drive them insane, and they 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 are constantly correcting uh, their teammates. Flip flops are house shoes. Flip flops here are flip flops. But we call yes. they call those slippers. Okay. So, but but slippers are house shoes. <laughs> I'd be like, listen, bra, you're on the mainland here. You can't tell us what to do. At least you say that right, because when they say bro, the Hawaii girls are like, no, it's bra. You don't say bro. It's funny, as casual as they are, there are things that you just simply don't say. Apparently, which I thought was funny. Whatever. I'd be like, whatever. You're. I'm not gonna call my shoes slippers. You don't even don't wear shoes in Hawaii, from. for God's sake. What if someone comes from Holland? Does that mean I have to start calling my shoes clogs? clogs? <laughs> right. You can't tell me what to do. I'm an American. Yeah, no kidding. Yep, I think they are too, actually. Yeah, they are. I. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the beach, um, you and I both did a little bit of a mini getaway this week. I I have to say I did copy you. You, co- so you copied you. You, well, you guys went to the beach on Sunday, I think. We did. And I'm just like, lucky. I'm like, I've because I've been talking about wanting to do something. Yeah. And so I'm just like, they went, they went away. They did something. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so jealous. That's it. You know, I, I want to go do something. Yeah. So I was motivated. So I guess I should say I was inspired. Good. Well, you can copy you or copy me. Either way. Sisters copy each other. We don't motivate each other. We sure. just copy. But yes, we did go to the beach, and I wore my slippers. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, yes, we did go to the beach. We we just went up the North Coast. I mean, I would love to go further up. You know, Carmel and Monterey has some really nice beaches, but it's so damn far away. It is. It takes like four hours yeah. to get there. Yeah, and then it's always crowded, and it's just a pain in the butt. And you always feel like, unless you're staying for like a couple of days, like you guys stayed for the weekend which was nice this was just a day trip for us yeah i like to keep it simple and the closest is the sonoma coast just past bodega bay well it was fun once we got there the traffic was unbelievable (laughs) oh because everybody decided they wanted to go to the beach you know what it wasn't even the beach there was a couple of things you have to go towards the bay area and you take an off and you take an off ramp like 40 minutes before you hit the city true it was the Chinese New Year parade going on in the city. 
So oh, you can okay. only imagine what that kind of traffic was like. God, I, I don't even I don't even want to. <laughs> it was God. <laughs> there was a lot can of you imagine actually being changing. in the city with that kind of traffic. <laughs> I'd get out, I would have gotten out of my car and walked. You'd probably get there faster. There was a lot of erratic driving going towards Jesus. the city. A lot a lot. There was a couple of accidents. <laughs> and so shocking. Hated it. But once we got to the beach, it was great. And what was funny is Mackenzie was telling us, our college student, she was telling us that Sonoma State, was the, it was their formal weekend. All of the clubs and fraternities and sororities were having formal dances. And so the whole school basically was preparing for all these formals in the city or in Napa or wherever they were having them. Oh. So the beach was full of college kids. Full. Fabulous. There was a sorority there. There was probably 25 girls sitting in a circle at the beach bonding they were doing all of their little rituals and they were you know giving the little sisters some kind of little gifts and it was a really it was an ordeal and i'm sitting there watching it going you know even if i was this age or that age and i was doing that i would be like so over it you know we've been here for three hours you guys i'm really bored can we stop with this and just i don't know have a snack or something i don't think i would have ever been in a sorority if i had been in college (laughs) i think i could i think i would have I think I would have found it far too annoying. I asked Daryl because, you know, he actually went to college. And so I said, yeah. I said, how come you weren't? You seem like a guy who would have been in a fraternity. And he said, you know, I did do Rush. But in all honesty, he goes, I was so annoyed by the people that were in the fraternities. I was, I was like, I can't do this. Because it is, you know, especially back in the 80s, it was probably very typical – frat boy beer drinking partying type of situation he's like i was living in the dorms i was getting plenty of that i did not need to move into a house to get that all the time it just didn't attract him you know but to me i thought i think i would well i say that that i would like it but the reality is is that i am a bit rebellious and i am not a big fan of rules and so likely i would become the black sheep immediately and end up not being a part of it and I'd probably divorce myself from it at some point yeah I yeah I don't think I would have been. yeah I, and I always think I'm like no I totally would have loved it but I don't think I would have I, I think I would have been beyond it I'm not a big joiner it sounds fun that's just, that's just too many girls well that's the other thing that's a lot of PMS to deal with I mean I'm not dissing the Greek system I am certain that there are some great sororities that I would probably love but in essence, I just don't see myself as being one of those people who could sit on a beach for three hours bonding. It would drive me crazy. Yeah. But I'd be the one going, you know what, you guys, do we really need to continue with this? And then there'd right. be one or two going, yeah, you know, I'm kind of like, eh. And then the leaders would be like, girls, we are doing this. And I'd be like, you know what? I'm not doing this. This is our tradition. Yeah, this is something we have to do. This is part of the ritual. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I don't. That's why I wouldn't do I'm gonna it. Go, I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. Like that guy's been checking me out. I'm going to go talk to yeah, him. Yeah, really. That that <laughs> fool over there who's been tumbling all over himself like a puppy dog. I, I'm curious what he's about. So you went to Tahoe. So we went to Tahoe. We woke up that morning and I'm just like, we got to get out of here. And we actually purposely went somewhere where it's cold. I know that sounds strange, but I'm just like, we need to... Get out of the sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> just you want to you want to experience some season. So we get in the car. What usually should have been I don't know what like a two hour drive, mm-hmm. like turned into four. Oh. No, that was the way home. Oh. But um, it was still it was still a long drive because we had to stop. You know, let the dogs out to go potty. We stopped once we got up kind of uh, by Kybers. I and... love that area. Welcome to Kybers. Thank you for visiting Kybers. Yeah. All in like really. three feet. <laughs> There's a general store. Yeah. That's pretty much it. There's the river right there, which I think is the American River. Uh, I would. I, I don't know. I I don't know what it is. Wh- but what? You're asking me geography questions like I would know. I know. So there's a little <laughs> river there off of 50. And so we stop and we found like a patch of snow. So the kids were excited. So they played in it, you know, through snowballs and all that stuff. What is this white substance? Yeah, the dogs ran ran around in it. And <laughs> so um, that was fun. But I mean, honestly, there was like literally no snow. No. Really? We got into South Lake Tahoe. There was, it's just all dry. It looks like it would if you, you were going in, I don't know, like October. That sucks. Like, were you disappointed? 
Yes, but I mean, I wasn't terribly shocked just because, you know, we haven't had any storms this this season. Yeah, that's really. true. We stayed at the Motel 6 again, and um, oh. we have pretty good luck. It was only $30. So the four of us bunked in, you know, that little room, and we went to, where did we go for dinner? Caro's. We went to Caro's, yeah. <laughs> I saw the photo. We went to Caro's, and Stephanie's like, where the hell is a Caro's? I haven't seen one of those in ages. I know. But it was actually really good. I'm disappointed we don't have Caro's where we are. We used to. So we, the dogs had to see the rule about having dogs in the hotel room is you can't leave them. Oh, so did, we had to bring them with us. Oh, gosh. And so they're in the car looking at us through the window and they're barking at, you know, patrons as they walk by and et cetera. So eventually they quieted it down. Well, that's and so good. the next day we went to breakfast. I think we went to Denny's. I don't really remember. You know, eating's not my thing just because I, I can never eat anything. I know. So I don't really remember where we ate. I think it was Denny's. Hmm. And then we went to Rite Aid because I don't know what it is, but I can't just not shop when I'm somewhere out of town. You want to go somewhere that you could go anywhere, but why not? I know, right? So I just said, well, I'm like, we just should get some snacks and like a couple drinks for the road. And like $80 later, I had, you know, baby wipes and band-aids. Because you just never know. know. Just all this dumb stuff. Well, did you guys go to the lake? I mean, did you wander around? So yeah, we went to the lake. We went to Sands Beach or Sandy Beach. or Sandy Beach, I've heard. Mm Mm-hmm. It's all like private beach, you know, open area. Mm. It's really nice. They have facilities there, all that kind of stuff. So we get there. And of course, by the time we get there, the clouds have come in and it's a light drizzle and it's the wind is like whipping. It's freezing. And so we stayed maybe 25 minutes. Like This is dumb. (laughs) It's well, it was just cold. You know, no one was going to go near the water. The sand toys were blowing around and. It just, it didn't work out. And there was other people there who had, like, animals and the dogs Oh, and the, the dogs of course your really dogs are going insane. Horse. And so I'm just like, well. So we get back in the car and we're like, well, let's just drive around the lake yeah. and then we'll head home. Because, I mean, for some reason in my mind, I thought it only took, like, an hour to drive around the lake. It, it, it takes longer than that? It literally took us, like, three hours. Three hours? Was there traffic? Yes. No. Oh. It just took us that long and... so finally like by the last like half an hour before we were exiting i started to get really quiet because i'm like i'm over this i'm done like i want to be i want to head on the way here the dogs are bugging me the kids are bugging me. i could literally be home right now (laughs) right the amount of time we spent driving we're almost to back to the place and um we need to stop because victor and i were going to swap driving because he's working graveyard right Right, now so he needs to start sleeping he wanted to just try and take a little snooze before and so i'm like well this little general store has a deli let's go in and so it's this cute little general store and so we made got a couple sandwiches those damn sandwiches were 30 (gasps) dollars i was so pissed what what is it like a was is it like some kind of iconic place that everyone in the world has to come to I think it's because it was like the only little store we saw before you get to. They they better have been the best sandwiches you've they ever eaten. They were okay, eaten. but they were still sandwiches for crying. It's out bread loud. and meat. It just it was ridiculous. <laughs> well, mine of course was, was a gluten tortilla, oh. but <laughs> so you had you, know, you had something be. that a llama would want. I think I had to pay two dollars extra for a stupid tortilla. Oh, for heaven's sake! A gluten free like, one at that. It's not even a sandwich at like, that point. A goat I don't even wouldn't know even is. eat this. For God's <laughs> sakes. Oh, well. So we get on the road, you know, we're cruising, and I start to get super, super tired. Mm. So by the time we hit Placerville, you know, I had kept the kids quiet. I had kept the, you know, the dogs, they, they don't really make any noise. No. But I had prevented them from jumping all over Victor or whatever. So he had a good rest. So he says, well, let's change, you know. So I start to lay down, and all of a sudden starts the loudest game of Hangman <laughs> that just could known to mankind. Olivia's like, Oh, God. S-T! Why do they do that? Why? Do and I'm they like, do that? you know, I start to get really mad because I'm laying there because I am tired and I'm trying to rest and I know it's still another hour before we get home. Yeah. 
And, you know, Pablo's jumping on my face, licking my chin, licking my mouth. They're just so relieved that you're not distracted by paying attention to the road. They want you to be involved in their shenanigans. I had the courtesy to try and keep everyone quiet while we drove around, you know, driving through this treacherous because it's the part where you're driving next to the mountain it's windy. and it's like literally mm-hmm. like a drop off yes. yeah and i have like every person tailgating me of course so you know i'm trying to like pay attention to my driving yes. and then you know but <laughs> the same courtesy of course never goes to mom she always has to Why is endure that? the loudness and then Victor's like, hey, you guys, be quiet. Mom's trying to rest. And Come like, on, everyone, as he yells that's... in your ear. You guys. <laughs> that's helping. <laughs> I don't understand. You know what? It's just, it's this, It's another, yet another sacrifice that mothers it's make. how it works. I mean, what was I thinking? Well, I mean, honestly, what was I thinking? Trying to sleep in the car with, you know, three people and two dogs. Who have no volume control. So we get home just quickly and... I I love my dog Bo. I really do, mm-hmm. but his health <laughs> is so poor. He's like he's like you, he's like me. He is. <laughs> it's true. I don't know why he must have been stressed from the little getaway <laughs> because he had diarrhea all over the living room this morning. Oh my god! Well, and Ryan's like was playing. The kids got up. They get up before I do usually, and so they were playing a video game. And he's like, "Yeah, he just like stopped and had diarrhea right in front of me." And I'm thinking to myself, God forbid, open the door and let him out. What? But you know what? Th- those he's he's nine. I know. I understand. <laughs> those thoughts don't come to his brain. That's the problem. Is that? And you know what's worse though is it wasn't until I was up and at him that he started to clean up the poop. Oh, he decided to try to help. I think he knew that, like, between the incident and the time I woke up, it wasn't simultaneous. Of course not. You know, there wasn't. So he, they sat there and played a video game with, you know, <gasps> with that, with the, on with the, the floor. With the diarrhea on the floor. Like it, the smell didn't want to knock him down. Oh, I think it bothered them, but not enough to actually clean it. You know it. what? That is so typical of, well, most people, actually. Of children, yeah. Taking accountability. I, I remember us doing things like that, and mom would be like, so you guys literally went the whole day. <laughs> it is so true. <laughs> you know. It is so true. With whatever it is. And I don't, I don't know if my pets hate me or what it is, <laughs> because my white cat, mm-hmm. every single day... Basically, since remember the stray cat that we brought in for like four days, Buddy, the flea worm okay, cat, yeah, who now <laughs> we've had to get flea treatments for all the animals. Yes. Bo has no hair on either hind leg. He's <laughs> oh, no. knotted off, and he's just nothing but scabs. Well, if you ever see Buddy, <laughs> and then can give him ever a since kick. we've had Buddy. Toby has pooped in our closet oh my every God. single day since we had that cat. He won't And go. the cat's been gone for, what, two months? Yeah, he's been, you only had him for four days. But Toby still perpetually poops in the closet. You know what? That's, that's when I start saying really abusive things to the animals. <laughs> this is the worst part. It wasn't until we started packing up our things, you know, because everyone packed up their own little bag. Sure. I have hot pink luggage, and I love my hot pink luggage. <sighs> The cat has peed all over my hot pink luggage. I, you know, that's when I start saying things like, I want to rip your bladder out and throw it across the hall. <laughs> I usually just say things like, if you were not retarded, <laughs> I would... I would beat the shit out of you. Because that's the thing is, is he doesn't know any better. He's special. It's just... Yeah. I know I shouldn't say the R word. Uh, you but know what? It's just... Hey, it's a real word. It was. It's not a made-up derogatory term. I know. Once upon a time, that's how it was to describe. You know, your cat is retarded, actually, yeah. for real. Like, there's something. Yeah. There's something special about him. He does have a mental retardation. He does. He's he's very slow. I don't know what the deal is with that cat, but he is unusual. Yeah, I mean, I'm not calling him anything he already isn't. The Ugly Truth mobile app is now available for Droid and Apple users. Of course, the episodes are always free and available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Visit UglyTruth.com slash app. Now, let's get back to the uglies. I may not always love you, but long as there are stars above you, you never need to doubt it. I'll make you so sure about it. Okay, so really quick, I want to tell you, I read this this morning, 
I didn't read it in its entirety, but I was a little surprised because it's typical that whenever there's a scientific scientific leaps and bounds when it comes to things, it tends to be motivated by males, men. And so right. this was really interesting to me. So I'm going to read this to you. It says, in a nine-hour surgery, a South African medical team successfully transplanted the penis of a dead donor to a young man that didn't have one. How do you not have a penis? It says, the recipient who lost his penis because of complications from a ritual circumcision oh my god has a totally functional sexual organ now that makes him the first successful recipient of a donated penis well i would hardly call it donated the person (laughs) he got it from was dead i know it said um you're like here my dying wish is for you to take my penis like that (laughs) wouldn't that wouldn't no man would ever they wouldn't care if they were like literally thirty seconds from death. They would never willingly give penis. their penis. <laughs> They're like, I'll, I'll give you just about anything else, but you cannot bury me have with that. my penis, please. <laughs> <laughs> but it's they true. were tweeting something. They were tweeting um, as things were going on, and so it says they showed a picture of the team of doctors responsible for the world's first successful penile transplant. Hashtag penile transplant. South Africa, be proud. The project began in 2010, but researchers struggled to get a donor. Well, what a shock. Only Only once they fashioned a penis for the donor did they get approvals. I guess what they... Okay, so Mm -hmm. I would be... My first question would be, especially living in South Africa, I'd be like, where is this donated penis coming from? Okay. (laughs) Because we have a reputation here. In Africa. Hold on, though. Listen to this. Of having, like, that's gigantic wieners. Exactly, but listen to this. So if this thing is coming from China or it, whatever, forget it. I don't it. want it. <laughs> listen to this. To get the approval of the donor's family, doctors had to fashion a pseudo-penis for him out of abdominal skin. That way he would be buried with something looking like a penis. See? I told you. <laughs> exactly. Men... <laughs> Even in death, <laughs> refuse to be without their penis. It kind—I mean, abdominal skin to make a penis for a dead person, and they had to do it because he had to be buried with something resembling a penis that no one's going to see. Because I mean, it's not like in an open casket. You know, they have their fly open and their penis flopped out, so everyone can take a look at it. <laughs> we just want to make sure. It says it's no small thing to reattach any organ, and sexual organs have added psychological implications. If the function and appearance aren't just right, the recipient has to deal with the implications of having a troublesome foreign object where his penis should be. Even if everything is working physically, the psychological trauma can sometimes be too much. Well, don't you think the fact that he just didn't have one to begin with would have been, you know, a little traumatic? Back in 2006, 10 days after a physically successful surgery in China, the man asked the donors to remove it. He wanted to go without. He'd rather go without than have a Chinese penis. It was from China. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe it. We could have written What this. do you want to bet the cadaver penis? They're just like, take a lot of skin. You, make it really do you big. Know what this, you know what this tells me? This tells me that we know men very well. This is what this tells me. It's typical. I'm not shocked at the all. The unnamed 21-year-old in Cape Town who lost his penis three years ago is delighted, according to his surgical team. The patient is sexually active and is, of course, very excited. It says that uh, maximizing benefit was a big principle for the med team. The patient's penis is fully functioning and he experiences pleasure. But he asked to have it removed. No, no, no. That was the ch- no. Back in two thousand six, a Chinese person or man, I assume, had this happen, but it was not to his satisfaction. Oh, okay. And he had them remove like, it. It was a little off. Yes. No. This this is Africa, and so he. I will. I can only assume received an African penis. Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, where else would it come from? You might have to go far and wide to find someone willing to donate a penis. Well, they had to fashion one for the for the cadaver, so it likely was. Ridiculous. South Africa has a greater need for penis transplants than most of the world. Young men who are members of a, a certain people often undergo ritual circumcision, sometimes in rural areas without proper sterilization. Complications lead to an estimated 250 penile amputations a year. Wow. That is significant. Leave the skin on there. Oh, but it's a ritual. Well, that means they're doing it like lay down on this mat. Probably using, you know, a broken pot. 
pot. Right. Some kind of ancient vase or something, you know. Right. That's really bad. Scraping it off. I don't know. Maybe they should stop doing that. Well, that's why I I would find a new ritual. Now that the team has shown such impressive long-term success, they have another nine on deck to receive donated organs in the near future. Well, there you have it. I guess it's better than not having one, first of all. And well, I I would think so. Especially if they are able to make it where you can ejaculate and have a heart on and all of that, then obviously then that's bonus. God, that would be weird to be using somebody else's penis. That would though. be unusual, wouldn't it? I mean, I can't imagine. It would be strange. It's like someone sewing somebody else's boobs on you. Right? That's what I was trying to think. I'm thinking, what would be the comparison for a woman? They can restructure a woman's body, but I've never heard of female genitalia. Like, uh, yes, um, Aunt Aunt Chrissy uh, got a uh, clitoris from New York City. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They're sewing it on her as we speak. I mean, that would be really weird. That would be really weird. And yeah, think about how selective know. you would be. It's like, no, that one's too big. That's ridiculously small. What am I supposed to do with this? I mean, that's a very unusual. I mean, penises are outward. They're outer. So it's probably not nearly as difficult. But still, I mean, I wouldn't want somebody else's yeah. labia. That would be straight. And I don't know. I mean, I guess I wouldn't care. I'm dead. But I mean, I don't know if I would want someone taking my labia and putting it on somebody else, even if I was dead. That'd be strange. I don't know. That's making me rethink my whole, like, (laughs) I'm a donor on my driver's (laughs) license. So it kind of makes me think, like, I should put stipulations on there. Leave my boobs alone. Leave my my vagina alone. You know, maybe they should have, like, a checklist and then you check off everything that you're willing to donate. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if, you know, God forbid something happened to Dub, I wouldn't want another man having that. I'd be okay with, like, you know, taking my eyes or my limbs or, like, my you know, kidney. I always just thought it was like kidneys and stuff. Like the, the uh, life-saving organs. Yeah. Yes. Like, you know, and maybe your eyes, mm-hmm. but. I would donate like, pretty much anything, but now they can dice you up and really literally use anything. I mean, I don't want someone having my nips. That would be weird. I'd donate my nose, but we all know nobody would want that. <laughs> that's mean. And that's not true. What if they didn't have one? They'd, they'd open the little icy chest like, um, and igloo chest and then they'd pull it out and they'd be like, oh, wow. I, I think I'll just remain noseless. And the, no, they'll while. be like, well, I'll take this. But, you know, at some point we got to fix this, right? Can we, can, you know, can you like shave it down? You'll finally get you, the nose job you've always wanted, but it'll be on someone else's it'll face. Be on someone, it'll be on someone you'll else's face. You'll be like, face. God. God. Damn and it. if you if you were a ghost, you'd be like, you know what? That looks really great. Why did I not do that when I was alive? Should have done it. I know. Uh, there was one other thing I wanted to tell you. I do you remember the story of the earwig? Did I ever tell you yes. about the pinch? Okay, I don't think I've ever told it on the show, but there's a reason why I'm telling you. First of all, it's spring, so there are bugs now. So the other day, there was a spider on my wall oh my over by my dresser. You know, it wasn't significant. It was smallish. But it was in the middle of the day and I was getting ready to work out. I couldn't, I was paralyzed. I'm like, well, I can just flee my room until Daryl gets home at seven o'clock. Right. Or I can deal with it somehow. Now I have, I have used my vacuum to suck them up, but I was in the middle of doing something and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to just deal with this. So I had a, I have a very large box of Kleenex, um, one of those long like shoebox size right, boxes of Kleenex. Right on my dresser from when I was really sick a couple months ago. So I took it and decided that I would throw it at the spider. Yeah, I I didn't imagine you were going to get close. (laughs) No, of course not. Now, I have weak arms, so it's not like (laughs) I'm going to be able to smash it necessarily. But then I'm thinking, well, I'm going to have to do something because I can't function. Your feeble arms, (laughs) Roblo. Exactly. You know, where he puts his arms behind his head and he like leans backwards and they're like, they look like stretched out taffy. You know, I have to tell you, those commercials are so funny to me. Poor choices, Rob Lowe. I love it. They could go on forever with that. I think they keep coming out with new ones. They're so funny. I'm peaked in high school, Rob Lowe. (laughs) That one is funny. That's one of my favorites. Well, the poor choices one is pretty funny too. Yeah. Anyway, so I successfully smashed it. Oh, I did weight the Kleenex box a bit with some things and then I threw it and it it did smash the spider. It wasn't significant, but it was enough to keep me from doing anything normal in my own room. So right. now I left it there. 
<laughs> because this well, is it's still a spider, even though it's dead. I could simply ask. I'm looking. Oh yeah, there it is. I'm looking at it right now. I could it's simply still there. <laughs> ask Daryl to clean up the carcass, but I decided to leave it as a as a warning to other spiders. Oh, for heaven's sakes! What did you? What do you think? It's like some sort of crucified spider for all <laughs> the other spiderlings to. Well, there hasn't been one since. Gaze However. Upon. Okay, so there was that a couple of days ago. This morning, before we left for our blood draw, now I have a deck and there are tons of, you know, green trees and, you know, all. it's very lush, my backyard. Right. I don't know how this happened. I can only assume it came in when we were uh, coming back from the beach. We left some things out on the deck and then we brought them upstairs to put things away. I went to make my bed and there was a pincher bug in it. Oh, my God. Now, it wasn't, it wasn't huge. But it reminded me, and I panicked immediately. I stripped my bed completely. I'm going to, you know, vacuum everything. Because when I was 19, I was dating Tyler's dad. Mm -hmm. And I was at his house watching TV. He lived with like seven other guys. And so the house wasn't necessarily pristine. Right. We were watching The Little Mermaid. It had just come out on video. And he bought it for me for my 18th birthday or 19th birthday. Mm -hmm. And so we were watching The Little Mermaid. And I felt something crawl into my ear. I thought it was a spider. And as you, as you can, I mean, it might as well have been a serial killer in the it house. It could have been anything, yeah. Anything but, but the spider. A spider in my ear is probably one of the, other than going in my nose or my mouth, it is absolutely a horror of a thought. So I start screaming hysterically. I am crying uncontrollably. And my boyfriend is white as a sheet and has no idea what to do. And then the pain hits. Something's biting my eardrum. I am out of my mind. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. It's like two, one o'clock in the morning. And he doesn't know what to do. So what, is, what does anyone do? You call your mom. Of course. <laughs> so he called our mother and like an ambulance took me over there. I am screaming. I am crying the entire way to our mom's house. And we finally get in the door everybody's up you were there weren't you a kid you were you probably got up right I don't no I don't remember well you were only like 10 when it I happened probably was sleeping because I thought it was like 11 at night or something it was it was in the middle of the night well essentially so this is one of the few times I mean uh, there's there's many many times but this was one of the times that I significantly remember being so grateful that we had a mother that was alive and well she came out calmly with a towel and hydrogen peroxide had me lay down and she flooded my ear and the biggest fucking pincher bug I've ever seen in my life came out of my ear. Jesus. It was so terrible. You know, to this day, that ear is, it has never been the same. Never. And I've had doctors look at it. I mean, I've, I immediately, I'm like, there's no eggs in there, right? I mean, I've, <laughs> no. I was really afraid. I was so sure it was going to be a spider. When it, when that pincher bug came out, there was a sense of relief initially. Right. And then, a guttural disgust i couldn't believe it and of course i blame you know the boyfriend for having i was a filthy say, house. i would refuse to go back to the house i never sat on that couch again i sat in chairs completely straight up in the middle of a room forever i in fact yeah that might have been the beginning of the end for that relationship actually <laughs> because the of pincher a bug. pincher bug it was terrifying and so when i saw one in my bed i'm like where did you come from why are you here and i couldn't kill it hard enough like i couldn't smash it jeez hard enough it was so terrifying God, i don't think i would have been able to sleep but of all things and i said and of course you're on my side of the bed of course well why in a bed what are they gonna do there i don't know that's why i think it was like in a towel or you know clothes that i brought up i have no idea but it was really weird that really, would make really more weird. Sense, that it was yeah. probably in something that you put on there. You know, but I was thinking about that even this morning when I, I was thinking about how grateful I was that we had a mom who was calm and knew exactly what to do. Because I don't know what I would do if someone brought my daughter home in the middle of the night with screaming going on. I I know Daryl would be taking a knee. <laughs> probably. I would figure something out. But it was so relieving. Well, yeah, I don't really know, but probably would have figured something out. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so terrifying. It makes my butt pucker right now, actually, Ugh. to think about it. Yuck. One of the best ways to feel pretty at any moment is to master the ugly truth lip and clip. To do that, the Uggs know you have to have the right stuff and be ready for anything. So get yourself inside the Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com. Plus, every time you buy something, you'll be helping out the show. So thanks. And now back to the Ugly Truth.
let's do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. So it seems we both have beach stories this yes. week. My beach story, it's, I mean, it's feeble. It's not, you know, anything out there, but I don't know that this happens to other people. So <laughs> I'm sitting, we go actually go to the sand beach, you know, and mm-hmm. the dogs are running around, the kids are kind of running around, and I don't know what happened, but in like under 30 seconds, the dogs ran past me and a kid ran past me. Well, I guess my pants were gaping a little in the back and they had like, you know, brushed somehow sand into oh, the back of my no. underwear. Oh, no. <laughs> so I stand up because I have a good amount of sand in my pants now. And so <laughs> I. Sounds like a game. I'm sand just. Sand in my pants. Well, and it was in my underwear and I'm just like, I wasn't even like gaping or anything like that it just must have been the way i was sitting but i'm just like stop running by me god everyone you have standing crack so i stand up and i'm trying to shovel it out of my underwear and into my pants because i'm like oh i'll just shake it at the bottom well genius here (laughs) forgets that i'm wearing my hiking like up my (laughs) mid-calf boots and my skinny ankle thing so i'm shoveling it into my pants and they just waiting at the bottom now you have like little cankles so then i'm looking over and there's a group of people kind of like looking over and then they get the show well they start to leave and i'm like are they leaving because i'm doing this because i have both pants i have both hands like you know and i'm trying to like put your seas of sand in my butt so they're like that that lady's masturbating her they're bottom. just like why does she go. have both her hands in her butt i don't that's understand that's really weird that's a strange sexual thing we need to <laughs> we need to leave <laughs> the kinds of things you find in nevada you just never know needless to say when we got home and i actually took off my pants i had a lot of sand i would be annoyed it, it was annoying but it's i mean it's never your fault though no <laughs> one did anything wrong they just ran past me but i don't know how the sand got you know tussled up or whatever it just, oh you know, you know what that's because it's you and it, those are those are the things that happen to us I'm just a magnet for unpleasant trees yes i attract unusual people and you attract unusual ple- unpleasantries that occur to you, especially below the waist with you. I know. I don't know what it is about underwear and things, but it's always your butt area. Well, that'll learn me not to wear that'll my thong you. to the beach. Wear your thongs to the beach, everyone. Yeah, apparently so. Okay. I was at the beach, as you know, mm-hmm. and of course... There's not a lot of facilities to go urinate along the Sonoma coast. There's especially if it's a if it's a state sanctioned beach, there's one tiny parking lot and two bathrooms that are fancy outhouses. There's no oh plumbing or anything. There I remember one and it smelled straight like a, a dirty poise pad, you know. Yeah, it was, it's god. Th- this specific area where the restroom, well, you can't call them restrooms, where these holes in the side of the wall mountain are but they're built you know they're brick and concrete so that the ocean doesn't you know wash them away or whatever so they're fine and they're secure but they're really really dirty because millions of people use them and there's no plumbing and so you have a lot of wetness from people uh, rinsing themselves off because you know whatever it's just there's a, I think there's a hose or something, but the toilets aren't plumbed. Right. So you basically pee into these giant barrels underneath. Yuck. I normally can hold it until we are leaving, and then I'll stop in. I'll squat over the toilet, you know, using my calf muscles to keep my from touching anything, right. and then we'll leave. But because we had had some champagne and we had lots of water, I had to pee. And so I said, we're going to have to make the trek. So Daryl and I walked up. Now, I did not wear flip-flops because we were at, we were on, in the water, like mm-hmm. walking around in the water. And so I said, we're just going to have to hoof it. And so we, I said, I cannot wait. I can't go all the way back to where we are, get flip-flops, and then walk all the way across. It's like a mile. So we're just going for it. So we cut over. And now it's already an arduous walk because we don't have shoes on. Right. And so it's pokey. There's pokey and sticks and rocks and the... The uh, parking lot is rough, gravelly. So we finally get there. Now Daryl has, you know, the foot of a businessman. 
So he's not real <laughs> comfortable. He's struggling quite right, a bit. Right. I'm a little more hardy. So we're getting there. So we finally get there and we're waiting to go to the bathroom. Now there are two bathrooms there and they're being used. I said, I don't want to go to this one. There's literally water or something coming out from under the door and it Ew. looks really wet in there. I said, I'd rather use the other one. So of course, no one's coming out of the other one. They're staying in there for quite some time. So the wet one is the only one available. Oh, God. I don't have shoes on. I, now no, it's not even an option. I'm doing the Britney Spears at this point. People are probably looking at me going, oh, my God, she's not even wearing shoes into the bathroom. You didn't even have a towel to like lay down and abandon. Nothing. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I wish I had. I thought about taking off my shirt, actually. So I go and I'm like, all right, this is going to be the acrobat of all acrobats. And I'm talking to myself going, just understand, you're going to go straight back down to the ocean. The seawater is going to cleanse yourself of any bacteria that might attack you from the the ankle down. You know, just get through this. Did you step in a big turd or something? No, but it was very wet. God. There were dry areas on either side of the toilet. I could see the concrete was dry. And I'm like, okay, that is where I'll be standing. Yeah. And then I'm going to do like basically this straddle on my tiptoes on like either side. And I'm going to, I'll look like a weird bug, but it's going to happen. I have very strong legs. I can do this. Right. So I straddle the toilet. The concrete wasn't dry. <laughs> it was just white. It looked, it looked dry, but oh, it wasn't. No. Oh, no. It was slippy. <laughs> so I'm on my tiptoes. I straddle over and immediately Ouch. slip. And peach myself on the freaking toilet. Of course you did. <laughs> and I, you can only imagine how odd I looked. And then having to pee so bad. So now I'm peeing. So too. now you're peeing everywhere because you've fallen. Because <laughs> oh, I'm pe- so I'm peeing and I'm slipping and I'm grossed out at myself because I you know it's not water. <laughs> you know I mean Ugh. it was the worst experience of my life i could not get out of there fast I would have enough gone to the nearest fire station and asked for a fire hose <laughs> the thing is someone needs to spray my badge <laughs> you can't even run because it's slip it's slippy you're going to fall if you run out of there so you have really? to just deal with it so i couldn't i mean i made a beeline to the to the ocean I said, sea waters, please. Yeah, really? Cleanse me of this disgust. I'd rather so. drink a glass of water from Mexico than have that happen. Oh, my God. It was so bad. But the fact that, you know, I couldn't gracefully do anything without harming myself in any way whatsoever, whacking my genitals on this filthy seat. Did you hurt yourself? No, it was okay, just, no. Good. It was, everything was wet. It Ugh. was just so gross. I... I, I don't everything know. so wet in this place? <sighs> Just too much wetness. And not in a Ugh. good way. It was gross. Yeah, really. The only thing that wasn't wet was you. Exactly. Oh, God, I was dried up like the Sahara <laughs> Desert. Right. The thing is, is that I was grateful that no one saw it. And I didn't even share it with Daryl because it was so embarrassing that I thought, you know, I thought I was so smart that there was some dry areas in the concrete and there wasn't. Yeah, I don't know why I would have thought that. I would have thought the same thing. But then now thinking about it, I'd be like, (laughs) why would you think there'd be any dry areas? Why would there be two areas of dryness where you could stand? It was awful. Just awful. Anyway. I would have, you know what? I would have had better luck having Daryl shield a bush or something and i'd go behind there like i did the last time where i peed on that monument (laughs) (laughs) that's right you did i'd much rather do that than have a situation like that you know in all honesty i thought about peeing in the sand but there were so many college kids at the beach that day well and you know for every person that pees and thinks that nobody's watching i bet you there's someone watching there's always someone watching you (laughs) that's creepy always somebody watching i'm always afraid someone can see inside those things i don't know yeah it's just i am not comfortable urinating in public like even restaurants well, why don't you just go in the ocean why were you not like that way okay. you weren't wasted really me no there's sharks in there i'm not doing that what you think urine addresses or attracts them i don't care i don't care what it attracts but there might be one swimming around you were already in the water i was like up to my knee at the oh. most no it that was definitely it wasn't not gonna happening. happen okay well no that was not well i you win for sure well thank you <laughs> anything with a vag injury oh that's... my god i was so annoyed 
That's definitely I was uh, mad at myself. I, I can't believe you went in there with no shoes on. Just... I know. And I was desperate. And, you know, I did second guess myself. I'm like, do I really need to go? I really need to go that bad. Because I would be thinking, like, what if I have a little cut or something on my foot that I don't know about? You know, what if <laughs> well, there's Well, I'll know something? about it real soon, won't I? Then I'd be, yeah. fi- you know, in South Africa getting a foot transplant. From some someone you know, fashioning some a foot woman, so that... and then I have a size ten right foot and like a size seven and a half left foot from South Africa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. I don't think so or from Florida, God forbid. I'd have oh. one black foot, one white foot. Just you know, that sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> I know, left foot, right foot, black, black foot, right foot. foot. What if they accent? Oh, can you imagine transplanting the wrong side, the wrong foot? So Where like you right literally foot, right did foot? have two left feet. I'm literally having two left feet. <laughs> That would be funny. Actually, with transplants, I'm thinking about it. They probably have to make sure, like, everything is as close as possible to, like, skin color. And I would imagine. I mean, bone you can't structure. Just take any old limb or digit and put really? it on someone's hand. Yeah, really, huh? They're just like, we're looking for a right hand where the nails are uh, roughly bitten off. Uh, oh, well, the <laughs> Miss Todd, we have her hand here. <laughs> it's perfect. I remember when they started doing the whole transplant thing. When guys would, like, lose their limb. They'd lose, like, their finger or their thumb. Yeah. And they would take their toe and put it on their hand. I just don't see how that's a trade-off. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't even speak. It's so it's so revolting <laughs> to me. It's so repellent. If someone said, well, we can take your toe. Stop. Not happening. Never mind. I'll just have no thumb. Okay. So I dated this guy once. And <gasps> no, just listen. Okay. <laughs> he... I don't know what happened. Some accident, either at like work or something happened. And he had like a good chunk of skin taken off of his pointer finger. And so when they went to, he went to the doctors, he's like, well, I can't sew it up because it would be too tight, you know, like. Oh, it would like rip. It's just, you know, there's too much of a gap. He says, so I'm going to have to take a skin graft from like your hip area. Okay. And put it onto your (laughs) finger. And so he's just like, he's, he says, I'm just worried, like, you know, one day, like, a pube or something's going to start growing out of there. And I'm like, I think that's a legitimate concern. You know what? I, if he's a hairy dude, I would be thinking about well, that. Well, I mean, at the time, we were in our 20s, but he's all, my dad's pretty hairy. So he's like, I'm just saying, like, I don't know what, what will happen. You know what? I would be asking those questions. Like, what if you had a hair? Like, just like as we've gotten older, and I've talked to many women Every woman has a wayward hair on their face. I know. And I'm like, what if, you know, when you get older, things just like, you know, that skin all of a sudden starts to get sprouting hairy. Yeah. You're going to have a hairy finger. And he's like, well, I'm going to go pluck my finger hairs. (gasps) Do you know even, do you know where this person is now? I have no idea. I was going to say, you should ask him someday. Just say, hey, saw you on Facebook. Just wondering, has your hair, has your finger sprouted hair yet? (laughs) He that. would probably like, what? I can't believe you remember that. That would be really awkward. Don't do it. He was the only I was one just... I dated for like a month and Stephanie hated him. She said he looked like Alfred E. Newman. Wasn't he the ginger? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? He already has enough problems. He probably does have a hairy <laughs> finger. Just let him go. Yes. Let him go. He no longer exists. No, God, that so, was yeah. forever ago. Yeah. I would never want to do the transplant thing. They were they're doing face transplants all the time now. I that would I would not want to do either. A face transplant? Mm-hmm. Why would you even want that? Well, well, I guess you it's not something you want. <laughs> I was going to say guess, I don't think anybody walks around going hmm. traumatic. Well, you know that lady that had her face ripped off by a monkey, she <sighs> had one. That'll teach you to go near a monkey. Well, I mean that that's that is the main reason why I decided that I would never want one after I all. I wouldn't even, even even the little ones. Even the tiny little ones, because they're they can be vicious. They'll take anything. Apparently, they'll, the face too. But I mean, not on anything. I wouldn't want. They steal no. people's glasses, watches, sweaters. <laughs> you know, and they hit they hit people. And these are the ones that are in cages. They throw things. I mean, what? I, I have children. They throw I don't their need poo. a monkey. That happened. We watched one poo into his own hand and then fling it. You know what? They're disgusting. <laughs> I don't want a monkey. They're wild animals. I would pet one, but even then, I would keep my distance, you know? Well, but they would have to be like the little spider monkeys. You hopefully the little keep ones. your face, too. Yeah, see, that concerns me quite a bit. Because, and they are unpredictable. You just, you just never know. So, yeah, this lady got a face transplant. She still looks weird. Well, but, of course I mean, she does. Never going to be normal. She's lucky she's alive. I think she lost like, 
I think she literally lost like five fingers. I mean, she, like this this Jesus monkey literally. Christ. Yeah, it was pretty violent. This was a while ago. This monkey did a number on her. Was it a gorilla? <laughs> no, it was a chimpanzee. Ooh. Oh, those are the cute ones. Oh, no, they're not. They're gross. They have like weird wrinkly man faces. I don't like the ones that have like the big pink butts. What are those? Those are baboons. Uh, baboons. Are those not monkeys? I think they are monkey-ish. They're in the monkey family, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, you know what ones really scare me are gorillas, gorillas and rhinoceroses. Those two animals are, and hippopotamuses—they're they're just so tremendously large. I don't deal with animals that are larger than myself. You don't like horses? If I'm harkses, feeling harkses, if I'm harkses. feeling particularly daring, or I feel like I'm just you know throwing caution to the wind, maybe I'll go near a horse. You'll pet one. <laughs> But for the most part, any animals that are larger than me, and this goes for dogs, this Mm -hmm. goes for, you know, anything, I keep a good safe distance from. Animals, not not males. Oh, no. God. No. No. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm all All right right with that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I actually have the same thing with, like, natural things, too, like the ocean, you I have know. a strong respect. I have a healthy respect for Mother Nature and her uh, appendages. Sea, right. mountains, weather, all of that. Right. Oh, my God. There's a movie coming out called San Andreas. Have Jeez. you heard about this? No. Okay. Well, it's exactly what you think. It's an earthquake movie. And it takes place in this area. And it is – there is a Which scene – ridiculous at the- because this area is like the least likely area to have an earthquake. Well, the San Andreas Fault – is like one of the biggest faults, I believe, in the continent or something. It's yeah. pretty significant. If it were to go full bore, my my assumption is, or my um, my understanding is that the damage would be unbelievable, like Armageddon level oh, damage. Okay. So they're making a movie about it, and so the the scene, the very last scene in the trailer, because you know how afraid I am of tidal waves. Oh, when there's, yeah. I'm really afraid. And so, like, when that tsunami happened in India and, the, and then Japan, I was having nightmares for weeks. It was so scary to me. In fact, Tyler was up in Humboldt uh, in school when the Japan earthquake hit and the tsunami actually hit that coastline yeah, on I the West Coast. Yeah, I think it was the Philippines, but – or Thailand. No, the earthquake that Japan had that caused the tsunami oh, like a couple okay. of a few years ago. He was in Humboldt and the tsunami hit the West Coast. Oh, right, because there was an earthquake. Right, right, right. And so I called him. It was like two in the morning because we woke. I we were awake for some. We had partied or something, and we were. Wa- I was watching TV and they were showing all this breaking news and there was emergency for the West Coast and Hawaii. And I called Tyler and he had been partying really hard. Oh. And I, he finally, and he was really pissed at me. And it was like three or four in the morning. And I said, you have to come home. They're going to close your school and you're in a flood zone. He's literally in a tsunami zone. And I said, you either have to get to Humboldt State, which is the tsunami place that mm-hmm. you, they, they send people, or you've got to get on the road and get out of there and get away from the coastline. So he looked out his window and he saw all these police officers, staff, uh, security, they were securing everything, and he freaked out, packed his shit, grabbed his girlfriend, who was really, really sick, and she was from Sacramento, and they book, booked it home. They got home at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning. They had completely closed the area. Wow. He couldn't even leave. He, he left an hour before they closed, and he would have been stuck up there. Well, that's good. Yeah. So this last scene in this trailer is a humongous like ridiculously sized tsunami heading towards the golden gate bridge and the city oh and i'm like i get i get this weird like my stomach drops feeling i i can't i will not be able to watch that movie it will be too scary for me i wouldn't but i didn't watch sharknado either so oh sharknado's not even scary I don't even know what it's about. Something about tornadoes with sharks in them. And I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> They're ocean ocean tornadoes that they suck up sharks and then they spew them across, all over the, the city. And it's like all types of sharks. That's ludicrous. It is ludicrous. That's why it's really funny. Well, I probably won't see the little San Andreas movie either. Just be- mm-hmm. Is it a movie or is it like a... No, no, no. The Rock. Oh, he's in it. Well, he's then the, I might he's have the to lead. watch it. Great. Yeah, he's the he's the savior. I have good news. Ryan is started watching WWE again. 
the dry period has ended. Well, WrestleMania is like two weeks away. So oh, so he's he's getting a little excited. So the storylines are a little bit more compelling right well, now. That's good. But then once it's over, we'll see what happens. Well, hey, you know, an occasional that makes it maybe it makes it a little more special. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm I'm all right with it. So that's I'm good. I'm glad that the the whole like. Where he just didn't even care anymore and didn't, he's just like, no, you can delete the recording settings oh and God. blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, why are you sure you Stab don't me in the heart. I know. Aw. So. Well, that is good news. Good news. So we'll end on a good note. Yes. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, thank you for visiting our Amazon sites and our Avon links. We appreciate that as well. So mm-hmm. until next time, have an awesome week and we'll see you next time. That's it for this week. Be sure to check out UglyTruth.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, or, of course, the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows. And then every Sunday, you'll get a brand new episode. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly, my friends.